Welcome Divinely Wild Ones. Welcome to the womb that is the Womankind podcast, where we connect to all things energetic and beyond the physical realm. I am Nerissa, your host, a mind witch, psychic and divine feminine guide. Join me as we connect with guests from all around the world through enticing conversation on soul connection, witchcraft, the rising of the divine feminine and cultivating self-growth, love and worth. Hold on to your broomsticks, we're going high. Well, hello, everybody, and welcome to the seventh episode of the Wild Women podcast. I'm Narissa, your host, and it is an honor and a pleasure to be here. As usual, sharing space with you, um, I am sitting currently in a beautiful rounded camp chair outside um, on a flat piece of land and I'm looking out at a bushland full of gum trees and cockatoos which have just passed thank god because they're a rowdy bunch (laughs) and I'm looking up currently at the sky and the clouds have just passed and it's dusk so we still have blue skies but this the sun is going to sleep and mother moon's coming out um four days until a very big full moon in pisces which is going to be one hell of a psychedelic ride (laughs) and um i thought it was a nice time in this transition to full moon to talk about relationships and this has been a topic that has been uh has had a lot of expression of interest and um Yeah, I wanted to talk about growth and our own personal transitions in life uh, and how that impacts positively and negatively our close relationships being our our close community, you know, what grounds us here, uh, the relationships which become our, our reflection, right? Knowing that the people within our life are a reflection of us and, um, There's so much to learn from the relationships in which we hold close. Um, And yeah, on a a deeper level, there is so much, uh, so much initiated growth, right? Or invitation, an invitation to grow uh, in in way of relationships. And I really do believe that that is the whole purpose of you know transitioning through life and and with each transition our own personal transition we transition through relationships um and it's a big part of that medicine is being able to reflect on our reflection and being able to recognize that the the people in which are in that in that view in that space in which we hold dear and close are a direct representation of ourselves um and this can be hard you know when we talk about growth in terms of relationships this can be triggering and scary and it can bring up a lot of wounding and um yeah a lot of fear associated to death right because growth is the 
it's the invitation from death to grow and to birth which is which is to heal right so I wanted to talk a little bit tonight about love relationships in terms of partnership and obviously this then extends through to our chosen uh, friendships you know our, our the relationships that we hold dear but are not of a sexual nature but the ones in which are of sexual nature in way of partnership in way of life partner are our biggest they're our biggest support and our biggest place of grounding and so they should be right um, and in particular, talking from my own experience, I'm going to dive into the relationship between the feminine and the masculine um, because that's my life and I can only come from that place of knowing and understanding and um, I wanted to talk a little bit about that, about the feminine and the masculine and the wounded state of both of these energies and how they trigger one another constantly, you know, the wounded masculine and the wounded feminine and how holding on to that stagnicity only promotes that disjointed connection between the two. And the role, you know, the divine role of the feminine, of the healed feminine is to constantly transition and reach for more in way of growth initiating healing and in a partnership with the masculine that then encourages and invites the masculine to also transition right into openness because the wounded masculine becomes quite stagnant and closed and uh, one way, you know, but the masculine can also see all angles, just as the feminine, the feminine can move and flow through all angles and all dimensions, but the masculine has the ability like a tree to see all of its surroundings, but the wounded masculine becomes very, uh, very focused on one way and only looking and viewing that way only seeing perspective from that way rather than opening up all of its all of what is available to it and being able to access a much more multi-dimensional view and it's such an incredibly grounded energy masculine it's this beautiful place of protection and security and stability, groundedness, you know, the, the absolute um, representation of groundedness. And it is that way for the feminine, you know. It is the place of protection for the feminine, which is in its healed state, constantly transitioning constantly reaching into new you know transformation is the divine feminine but with that is the constant flow and the masculine gifts this place of security and protection for something in which is constantly is constantly moving and you can see that as a river you know this river that just keeps flowing 
but to be able to be grounded in the place which is earth, you know, which is the masculine, having somewhere in which can hold it and know it through all of its, all of its transitioning and all of its many transformations. So let's touch on my own relationship. I've been with my partner, Joshua, for 12 and a half years. We met when I was 19 and we have been through so much together. Anybody who knows me, who has followed me for a long time, understands, I'm sure, knows that um, I am an old soul, what you would call an old soul, which is simply a representation of somebody who has been here many times before. That's the way that we view an old soul. And yes, I suppose that's what I am. Um, And I suppose anybody who can also relate to being an old soul will recognize and understand that age is nothing. Age means nothing. A number is nothing. And also on a broader scale, time is irrelevant. Time is nothing. Time is the greatest and the biggest distraction. And as is age, because it puts us into a box and says, this is the way you should be, right? Which is the, that is the, I suppose, that's the fucking curse of an, of imbalance, of imbalanced ego, you know, the curse of always being put into a box that says this is the way you should be and this is what we expect of you. Um, But, yeah, we have been together a long time and we have grown with each other through so much. And I wanted to talk a little bit about this because I suppose in this day and age, and let's just give us, let's give a little background uh, on where we are in terms of energy We are in a great imbalance in terms of ego and truth, light and dark. You know, we can call dark the representation of ego. We can see it as that. Ego is supposed to have a role here. As I've said many times before, it is the teacher here. But when you do not allow it to teach you, it just becomes you know, it just becomes the force. It becomes the very uh, almost aggressive driver, you know, because if you're not giving a role to something in which has purpose of its own, if you're not respecting its purpose, then like anything, it goes wild, right? Like anything. If you don't respect it, it goes wild. And that is what ego that's what we currently see in way of ego as the representation of ego. It is completely rogue. <laughs> you know, it's a wildfire. You know, it's uncontrollable. And we are in complete imbalance in terms of truth and ego. Which means that, you know, we've given for a long time... We've given a lot of our power and a lot of our energy representation of our power being our energy. We've given a lot to ego. And so now it's this wildfire. And I suppose in that reality, in which is what we are currently all living within, 
it's sort of, it's just become okay to walk away from uncomfortable, right? Almost expected in a way. It's like, ah, well, you know, if it's not serving me, then fuck it. Which is (sighs) fucking so egotistical, even when you just, if you just see that as, as that, you know, even just that phrase as it is, you would say, fuck, you know, how up your own ass, (laughs) You know, okay, well, it's so it doesn't serve you, so you just walk away. Okay, so you're triggered, you just walk away. Okay, because you're not included, because it's not relevant to your life, you can take offense, you know, um, become emotional, because everything is always about us, right? We're so incredibly self-absorbed that we truly believe that if it does not serve us, if it does not make us feel good, And that's basically how we translate, it does not serve me. If it doesn't feel good, then, uh, yeah, I'm just going to walk away from it, you know. And on on a deeper level, when we say in a connected place, it does not serve me, we're relating to self worth. But when we're talking about an imbalanced reality in way of ego being very manipulative of self worth, uh, then we completely become succumb succumbed and completely absorbed by emotion which is a reaction that comes and stems from ego as soon as you feel uncomfortable as soon as you feel triggered as soon as you feel as though you know it's not about you it's not making you happy it's not making you feel good then all of a sudden it's their problem it's nothing to do with you it's them which is so fucking ironic. So these feelings erupt inside you and you blame the outside, you know, you blame everybody else, you blame the world, you blame everything but you and yet it is something in which is only being erupted and fired inside you, which means it is of you, which means it's about you, which means it's your problem. But getting back on subject, I mean, where we are currently is in, we are in a great disconnect from the fucking truthful reality, which is if you are not uncomfortable, you are not growing. If you are not uncomfortable, you are not healing. If you are comfortable and you continue to strive to stay comfortable, then you darling, are being completely and utterly manipulated and succumbed by your conditioning, which is so deeply egotistical. And it's so easy, you know, it's the easiest way to see, to recognize and to spot ego is to see how easeful it is, to feel how easy it is to blame to take yourself out of the situation that is ego right it's always giving you a distraction it's always giving you a way out it feels easy in a way right it's easy to turn your back and walk away what's really hard is to grit your teeth and walk through it who the fuck wants to do that you know that's where we are and yet if we simply looked at the earth right we looked at the earth as our as a representation of us 
right? Knowing, right? You, you guys hear me say projection reflection all the time. The whole reference to mirror, you know, it, it's symbolic because it's true. What is in your life is a representation of you, right? It's a representation of your worth. It's a representation of your your need for growth and where you need to grow. Your triggers are showing you directly, this is where you need to grow. Hear me. Look at me. I'm making you feel uncomfortable. I'm making you feel something. I'm making emotion be something within you, distract you, potentially distract you. Whenever that eruption takes place inside of you, it's to do with you. And it's a beautiful, focused, fucking spotlight on exactly where you need to heal and how that person can help you heal if it's to do, if the trigger is to do with a person, with somebody. So when we come back to relationships, I mean, knowing as well, talking about the feminine, talking about the fucking wounded feminine, talking about feminism, you know, the feminine, the feminist movement itself was conjured from the suppression and the deep, deeply suppressed power within woman. But like anything that has been suppressed for a long time, eventually, right, it's going to blow its top. And the feminine itself is such, can be such a harsh and incredibly toxic energy in way of its force, in way of its fire. When you put a lid on it for so long, you know, it doesn't just go out because we are constantly, constantly drawing from our own energy, you know, our own source, which is of this earth, masculine, feminine, light, dark, all the energy in which is felt here and represented differently here is of us. So simply by being in body, knowing that our body is an extension of earth, we are constantly drawing from a place of source which means that we are always going to be gifted ourselves from ourselves, which is earth, which is a representation of ourselves and the holder of us because body is earth and earth is body. So you're constantly being fed. That fire just doesn't, it doesn't diminish just because a lid's been put on it. It just becomes a motherfucking furnace. And eventually when that lid pops off, it's going to be a fucking inferno, right? It's going to burn everything to the ground, which is what the wounded and unhealed feminine does. It becomes incredibly toxic and incredibly ferocious. So we can see this in the feminist movement, right? Women, just the suppression of the feminine in way of power and the want to reclaim that power, but in an incredibly imbalanced way. And in, and in an and in a incredibly emotional way, because we know that emotion is the biggest distraction for the divine feminine, right? It's the easiest way that the that ego can distract feminine from its tran- transformative and transitioning flow, right? The easiest way to distract us is to pull us into a pool. 
and that is emotion. And it's fucked us, right? Because we became so fucking emotional, so incredibly intoxicated by emotion as women that we lost our power because we became completely, completely focused on what men have that we don't have, that being power, right? That being the patriarchy, that being what and where in which we have been conditioned to accept. And yet, the fucking masculine is not the feminine. Coming back to that stable, protective, you know, in its healed nature, that is the masculine. But in its wounded, it's one way. It's fucking, it is not, it is not all seeing. It is focused on something and that something very much could be undeserving. And to the patriarchy. Because let's be honest, the patriarchy doesn't fucking support men. You know, we can talk in depth about how it has disempowered women, but how has it disempowered men? Exactly on, a, on exactly the same ways in which it has suppressed women, it has suppressed men because it's, it's made men out to be a certain way and it has disconnected from the power of the feminine and the feminine is what supports that flow in the masculine. It supports that energetic release in the masculine, the softness that can be found in the masculine. It has suppressed that. So it's not in any way done men or women any sort of favours, advantages. So we have to remember this, that everything in which we experience is a reflection of where we are as a collective. And coming back to the feminist movement and the original feminist movement, it was a direct reflection of where we were at in our deep suppression, in our deep anger, you know, as collective feminine energy, in our deeply wounded state, in our deeply disempowered state, and then to erupt that fucking volcano. It just burnt everything to shit. And that's, look, that's my opinion on it because I don't think fucking feminism has done anything for women. In fact, I think it, all it has done is created this expectation of women to be everything because you can't just be honoured and respected for what woman is. You are now expected to also be what man is. <laughs> Like, what the actual fuck? That fucking saying, you know, saying women can be it all, women can, women can do it all. No, we fucking can't. You can't be the place of stable protection, security, as well as the constant transitioning, flowing, you know, 
multidimensional transformative creature that is the divine feminine in its healed state. And it is incredibly toxic to have ever made out that we could be. Because what we should have been doing is honouring ourselves in our truth, in our role as mother, in our role as maiden, in our role as crone and the transitioning between the three places of goddess that women can step into all dimensions of themselves at any time, that we can reach here and there, that we can see every angle, that we can hold the darkness and the light because we are of moon and that is the divine feminine. We are not one stable statue that is not the feminine and yet that is what feminism turned women into this is what you need to be and you also need to be the nurturing you know mother soft flowing graceful mother you also need to be the strong independent masculine okay well I might be fucking multidimensional, but I'm still a fucking human being, which means I'm connected to a body, which means I'm connected to earth, which means that I cannot be two things at once. Go fuck yourself, you know? Fuck you, feminism, for putting women in the place where they motherfucking are now instead of supporting women in their natural state of purity, in their natural state of power which is to constantly be safe, held by the masculine, to constantly transition, to constantly transform within themselves, which then sends invitations energetically to every single human being and every single living vessel energetic that it too can constantly transition because that is life. That is a fucking cycle. That is the essence of purpose is to flow and to heal, to grow. And only women can support men into their healed state by constantly transitioning and trusting that flow. And instead, we've been distracted. We've been distracted from our intuition. We've been distracted from our truth. And women are now fumbling around with all of these many fucking expectations. None of them relevant. All of them. All of them. A distraction. So, when we come back to our relationship with a man, you have to see it for what it is. Okay, so you've initiated growth in yourself and the, the man, the masculine figure in your life is not responding to that, to, the, to that flow that you are initiating, that you are inviting, that you naturally trigger when you trust intuitively and innately that you're divinely capable of wherever you need to grow. And with that gifts a man the invitation to also trust that he is also capable of growing 
simply by being in your presence. And it's the ego which lives in all of us that says, no, I will not change. And with women, generally, what I'm seeing and what I think a lot of women can relate to is this divine self-awakening of that flow, the divine self-initiation that we are transitioning creatures, that we transition just as the moon does. With that comes transformation constantly, uh, which means that we are constantly changing. And yes, it can trigger. It can trigger the wounded masculine into a place of discomfort in self, witnessing the feminine. She is different. I am the same. I don't want to be different. I don't want to open myself to that type of growth because I haven't moved myself in so fucking long that it's going to hurt. Yeah, it's going to hurt. It's going to hurt. But it's in that place, right? You need to understand, women, that it is a natural response for men to be triggered in this way. It hurts. I'm not going to do it. Because that is the wounded masculine, right? Statue. And the wounded masculine is a stone, you know? Unwavering, set in stone. Conditioning set like concrete. And without the ability to draw from the moon, which is what we are gifted as women, we have the ability to constantly dismantle that concrete within ourselves because conditioning is, is represented the same way within the feminine. It is hard. It is concrete. But because we are drawing from moon energy, which is constantly, constantly transitioning, we are actually able to sledgehammer that shit quite easily as soon as we choose to trust that we're capable of it. But man, it's different, right? It's different energy. And you have to understand that. And there is this pull within women that says, well, fuck you. If you're not going to grow with me, then I can't be with you. And, you know, to a certain extent, that is respectable when you are in a relationship with a man who will not, he will not initiate that growth for himself it doesn't matter how much you know you support nourish and respect his own processing if a man doesn't want to and he doesn't then that's a different story but what I see very often is women giving up on the masculine simply because it is not it's not understood, right? It's not, it's not something in which we naturally understand because we are divine feminine driven, but it is something that is still within you, right? Because just as we are of this earth, we are witness to the sun and the moon every day. We witness the sun rise and we witness it fall and we witness the moon rise and fall or flow to full to new. We are all constantly, we're constantly witness to our projection, which means it doesn't matter how much you resist it, it's in you too. You have the ability to understand the masculine because you are of it, right? Women, you are of body. 
Body is of earth and earth holds all. It holds light, it holds dark, it holds moon, it holds sun, it holds the masculine, it holds the feminine. It is it. It's the place of the two. It's the place of two. It's the place of balance, which has to be two, of two. So, I mean, I always draw reference to it, but all you need to do is look to nature to understand exactly what you are. The harshity in nature, yeah, that's inside you too. It's natural. It's a part of you because you are of earth. That is what your body is made up of. The ferocious aspect of a mother. Yeah. It's alive in you because it's alive in this earth. The soft flow, the softness, the nurturing that is of mother. Yeah, that's inside you. Because we see that every day in nature. Right? That is nature. We see the way she nurtures herself of herself, for herself. It's all right in front of our eyes. So when we talk about our relationships, they're fucking deep and deeply embedded and intertwined, (laughs) you know. But it's only because we are being driven by our conditioning and our conditioning is the, it's the representation of ego. It's only because we're being driven by ego, which is the great imbalance, that we are unable to see what is right in front of us. So I'm telling you, <laughs> if you are in a relationship with a man, And you are in a place of stagnicity in way of you have changed. You are initiating growth. You are initiating transitioning, knowing and trusting that you're worthy of transformation, which is all the rebuilding of your self-worth, which is all the rebuilding of your healed divine feminine, drawing from that power, which is of moon, which is constantly moving and flowing and growing then you have to. You have to accept that you are going to trigger the masculine deeply because women have been living for a very long time in a masculine-driven world, which is one way, which is stagnant, right? Because it's unhealed. It's the imbalance, right? So the, the representation of ego and the masculine is stagnicity. It's one way. Like I said, the masculine has the ability to view all angles. It's this beautiful tree which is able to see with perspective and clarity all angles of earth beneath it and sky above but it is also in a place of stagnicity which means it is focused on one way one way so you you need to understand that when you initiate that flow back into your energy back into your body, it is going to trigger the fuck out of the masculine, which is the grounded essence of life. It's going to trigger everything inside the masculine in way of what the masculine thought was safe and right and the way it's supposed to be. And it does come from a place of fear. And and men... They exert fear differently to women. 
you have to see it. If you've been in a stagnant pool for fucking lifetimes and lifetimes, your DNA for life after life, you know, body after body, and the laser conditioning are nice and thick, and then all of a sudden you open up a floodgate to the ocean, you'd be like, what the actual fuck? One, I didn't even know that this was a fucking potential thing, and two, what the actual fuck? It's, it would be terrifying. I want you to see that for what it is to the masculine. Now, it's a pretty harsh invitation, right, that you are initiating, And it often comes with these sort of threats because women feeling into that stagnicity, feeling into that very close history of having a lid placed over your fire and your power and your flow and your grow for so long, it's constantly and it's going, of course, to instantly bring you back to that place of, no, I will not give this up. No, I will not go back to being stuck underground in an inferno, not being able to share and flow and grow and reach. Of course, it's going to react in you, of you that way. So with that comes that trigger. You are triggered. And you have to know that when you feel triggered... You have to know that that man in your life is also going to feel that trigger and he's going to respond to it. And the way that he's going to respond to that trigger is, well, I'm fucking terrified too. I don't know what the fuck you're feeling, but I'll tell you what I'm feeling. I'm feeling there's a lot of water moving. I've been in a fucking pool and I've known all fucking one of my fishes that have lived in this stagnicity for my entire life you know, my entire lifetime, my remembered lifetime, my remembered existence here. And all of a sudden, you're fucking inviting literally anything into this space. All of this new water, all of this new energy, all of this new flow, you're inviting me to leave this pond. I don't think so. I'm fucking terrified. What the fuck is out in that ocean? I don't know. There could be a motherfucking shark. What even is a shark? What the fuck is that big fish? Do you see what I mean? I want you to see from the masculine's perspective that it is terrifying, absolutely terrifying for men to initiate flow. So this is where we draw on all phases and all angles of goddess, which is woman, right? This is where we draw on the nurture. This is where we draw on that place of mother we draw on that because we can. You don't have to have a child to understand what nurturing is because nurturing is divinely within us, right? It's what we are subjected to in way of nature, mother nature, the way mother nature holds us all so well in such a beautiful, deep acknowledgement We need to draw on our power as feminine and use that force to make and to to bring that masculine into that place of safety. 
This is where you can create that place of protection and safety by saying, it's okay. I know it's scary, baby. I know it's scary. But there is so much more that is deserving of you. And this is that invitation to draw on that beautiful quality of compassion and nurturing and nourishment, which is of the mother, drawing on that and using that to your own advantage as a tool to support the masculine in that change. Because if they are feeling triggered, it is a response coming from them, inviting them to grow, to move that very stiff structure and turn the neck, right? The statue. It's like, holy shit, I thought I was made of steel, but actually my neck turns 360. Holy motherfucking fuck. And also it's really painful because I haven't moved it for like literally, you know, hundreds of thousands of years. (laughs) That's the conditioning, right? That's the patriarchal toxic conditioning. And that is how it feels for the man to be aware of that, of the reality in which he has been living in. It's huge. So the way that we support the masculine through our own personal growth, which we know then becomes an extension to them, of them, right? Projection, reflection, if they're in your life, they're a part of it. If there are walls put up, we have to also understand that it is a reflection of who we were, who we are, what has been held inside of us. And just because all of a sudden we decide that we want to grow, that we want to flow, it doesn't mean that all of a sudden we deserve to just do what we want to do in terms of, I just want to flow there and that's where I'm fucking going. It's like, yeah, but babe, if this man's been in your life for a long time, he has been in it because it is a representation of you or who you were, an aspect of you. Now that you've initiated growing for yourself, of yourself, you have to understand that that is something in which you need to move with ease and love. Remembering that love is what is going to be that greatest, the greatest support, you know, the fertilizer. It's always the love. That love can be harsh. Love can be soft. It's multidimensional. So as long as your man is supporting you, that's all you need. Don't be so fucking harsh on the man in your life if he's not completely absorbed with your growth, which I do find women can almost run a little too wild with that newfound power, you know, when they let the lid off and they flow and they grow with that fucking volcanic movement, you know, it's hot, it's eruptive. It's a bit angry. 
it's fucking aggressive. And all of a sudden you think, no, I fucking deserve to be seen. You should be seeing me. You should be completely and utterly supporting me in my growth. It's like, okay, hold the phone. Let's remember that in general, the masculine do take longer. Let's remember that, okay? Because uh, one minute you want them to be the security and the protection, the next minute you want them to be flowing like a fucking river. Let's just hold the motherfucking phone, okay? They're not going to be you. They're not going to do the things. They're not going to react the way you react. They're not going to do things the way that you do things because that is not them, right? And you don't want them to be feminine, right? You don't want them to be divine feminine. You don't, you don't want them to be, you don't, you don't want to just be this fucking constant flowing river you actually do want them to be security you do want them to be the protective force you do want them to be the place of protection and holding so can you motherfucking respect them in that role please stop expecting them to be exactly the same as you because they're not you they're them yeah you're going to initiate growth in them yeah you're going to initiate you know deep triggering which is that self-response. If they're triggered by you, that is set off in them. That's fucking positive, babe. If they're being triggered by your growth, that means that they, look, there's something already lighting up inside of them that says, whoop, there's something here that we could step into. That in itself, that's fucking positive. Don't force growth. And let's just, you know, this is for all relationships, but let's keep this focused on our partnerships. Do not force growth simply because it's something that you have now stepped into. This is now something in which you are putting all of your energy into, all of your time into. And now all of a sudden you think that you deserve all of the attention. You deserve to be completely understood and completely seen. It's going to take time. And talking from my own experience, it's taken time. Yeah. Have I initiated growth in my partner? 100 fucking percent. Have I forced my partner to grow with me? Yeah, at times I fell into that toxicity, 100%, right? I definitely, you know, felt that lava flowing and I felt angry that he was not completely understanding exactly who I was, where I was. With perspective, was that fair? No, it was not fair. Simply him witnessing me and still holding space for me honoring me and respecting me, that is enough, babe. Allow the man in your life to initiate his own growth. Because trust me, if he's witnessing you and he's still supporting you, he's still there. He's still respecting you. He may not fucking ask you all the questions, right? He may not he may not respond the way you want him to respond. It does not mean that he does not care and it does not mean that he does not respect you. And if you asked him straightly, do you, do you love me and respect me? He would say 100%. That's all that matters. If he loves you and he respects you, that is all that matters. If he's holding space for you while you flow like a motherfucking, you know, river on the way to a waterfall and he's respecting and holding that space, that's a really solid man. And I can motherfucking promise you that if you give him time and space to grow with you, he will. He will. If you allow him to not feel pressured and smothered by your expectations for him to be you and to see, to, to recognize and understand exactly what you're going through. I mean, he's never going to, babe. It's always going to be different. It's going to be understood differently. It's going to be, it's going to be related 
differently. It's going to be relayed differently through his eyes. But he will understand on a level and perspective that is relevant to him and understood by him. And he will naturally, he will naturally grow. But you need to respect that that is not your job. And that is balance, right? As soon as you start forcing, as soon as you start demanding, is that balanced? I mean, any sort of power, any sort of anything like that, that dominance, that pushing, that is ego. Whenever you say, I deserve, you know, look at me, I, I, I deserve, you know, and this, this strong entitledness. When there is this constant, I, 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 hello, ego. Remember that when you find yourself saying all the time, I feel disrespected, I feel, I feel, I feel, I feel, take a moment to actually look at your situation and ask yourself, is that actually true? Or is that just how I feel and am I being overpowered right now by ego? Because it's all about balance. Everything is balance. Your relationship with a man is the balance. It's the representation of what you're supposed to be doing on a much deeper, bigger level, expansive level. So don't force it, babe. And if you don't force it, it will naturally grow into what it is supposed to be. And it's not going to be what you think it's going to be. It's going to be a man who is connected to his feminine. He's gonna, he will respond to that flow because he sees you respond to it. And there is that deep embedded trust, which is a relationship, right? Relationship being built on trust. That beautiful place of holding and nurturing, nourishing one another. Being a place of home for one another. So, in our relationships, knowing that when we initiate more for ourselves, growth for ourselves, our environment, the people, being, you know, the people in which we we hold close in our life, they will naturally transition to a representation of you. And if they don't, for example, you have a man who becomes abusive verbally, emotionally, trying to keep you as you were. Yeah, that's fucking toxic, right? That's not, that's not what we're talking about. That's not what we want. And yeah, that definitely does happen. And when that happens, you need to make that choice to choose yourself because you deserve to be, to be reflected, right? To have people in which honor you, respect you, see you. And in seeing you, you see them. It becomes a beautiful balance of open, ebbing and flowing and growing receiving, giving, that beautiful exchange of balance, light, dark, holding close, 
expanding out, you know, breathing in and out, in and out, in and out, everything, every single thing from our body to our environment in terms of this earth, everything is a reflection of us, you know, I mean, even looking at our autonomy, you know, just the masculine and the feminine and the, the outwardness and the inwardness, everything, the, the breath in and out, the sun rising and falling, the moon taking its rise and fall, its space, both taking up space here, the earth being the grounded place of all of it and that being your relationship. The earth is your relationship, right? It's the holding space. Everything in which is within it should be a balance of up and down, rise and fall, in and out, negative and positive, all of it. So when you grow and when you breathe in, and you want for more, expect that there is the necessity for the out-breath, which is the transition, which is the time, which is the invitation, which is the regrounding and the rebalancing. And that is what a relationship should be. Respect, built on respect, built on love and then the constant in and out out and in up and down in which is the scale so stop expecting you from them stop expecting to be understood in the way that you see yourself Stop being so set on you and your own perspective and start understanding that that is something in which is ego-driven in itself because that is not balanced and the masculine is not feminine. So stop fucking trying to make it that. Oh, I'm just being distracted by this beautiful moon. She's very bright tonight. (laughs) And it is a very still night here. I'm sitting outside and it's a very clear sky, just radiating light. And I'm just looking at these beautiful trees as these beautiful representations of the masculine. And they are standstill and secure and so incredibly protective. Mm-hmm. So moving forward, wherever you are, relating this to your own personal experience and your own personal relationship with a man, talking to women who are with men. Allow them space. Understand that men do take more 
They need more space. They take more time. That just is masculine, you know? It's much more witness. It's a witness energy. They're witnessing you and when they witness you, they are awakening things in themselves and that all takes a time. It all takes processing. It's all lighting up different memories, pathways, rememberings inside their own being and that has nothing to do with you. But just know that if you are loved and you are respected, then that is all you could ever ask for from the masculine. To be loved, which is to be held, and to be respected, which is to be honoured in your truth. And remember with growth, it takes time to recognize perspective. You need to have walked through the fog, the murkiness, the mud, to be able to see exactly where you traveled from. Remember that. So when you get on your high horse and you demand and you, you know, are dishing out demands and expectations, remember that anything that is forced is coming from a place of ego. So stop forcing and start trusting that if you're being loved and you're being respected, which is to be held, then everything will balance in due time. And that time is necessary because that time is trust. Right? As much as time can be a distraction here in way of our reality, in way of our, I suppose, conditioned reality, if we focus on time as in life and death, birth and death, what I meant to say, life being of birth and death, we know that we have to die. There has, there has to be the release to be the welcome, the welcoming in, the stepping into the realization. So, whilst you are releasing and stepping into more, allow space and time for that to settle, for that to be witnessed, for that to be held. Know that that is what the masculine is doing. Yeah, they're not going to fully understand everything, but I tell you, if they're there, then they are holding. And that is the masculine in its healed state, protective of the ever-flowing, ever-growing feminine. No matter where you go, I will hold you. No matter where you flow and grow to, I will see you. And I will always be that steady, grounded place that is home. I hope that this has given you some light. These conversations always flow in an intuitive, 
very intuitive way and um, they're always what they are supposed to be and I really truly believe that they reach who they are supposed to reach and they're understood by who needs to understand them. So as usual, please message me if you have any questions and please message me with your insight and your own perspective. Let me know how this episode has potentially helped you, how it relates to your own personal relationship. And I hope that it gifts you something, some clarity and perspective and tools. I hope that it gifts you tools in your remembering and reawakening here. All right, my beautiful divine women and men, I'm going to tap off here and I'm going to flow through with a little reading. So stick around for a pre-full moon, short little tarot reading. And um, yeah, until next time, as always, keep trusting. (laughs) Okay, (laughs) now for our short reading. Oh my, just allowing these cards to flow out with, um, I suppose, the intention for this uh, transition that we are all individually processing and growing through our pre-full moon reading so we are four four days out of a full moon in Pisces it's going to be a pretty psychedelic like I said a pretty magical full moon um, with a veil between here and there spirit spirit realm and the earth realm realm in general is very thin um it's going to be quite a potent, quite a potent full moon and potent portal that is opened and available for us, to us, to really push through and gain really deep insight in terms of our higher being, our higher sense of self. Um, and our higher knowledge. So, oh, what a spread. <laughs> Need some clarity from that last card. <laughs> Ten of Swords. <laughs> okay. Here we go. beginning with the eight of wands so very much in a place of intuitive connection and growth establishing new awareness um yeah trust being the word that i'm guided to remind you of uh trust Trusting the process, 
trust in your own ability to to move through whatever transition you are currently going through that feels hard. You're capable of it and you can do it on your own. You don't need to constantly be dragging somebody to experience your experience with you, to bear witness to your experience, to hold your hand during your experience. We don't need that vibe anymore, right? Because although you're still walking through the murkiness and you're still walking through the the fog, when you don't do it completely on your own, is it truly, is it truly trusting your own abilities? I'm not sure. I'm going to leave that question with you. You have done the work and you are at a place where you are capable of intuitively guiding yourself. So use this reminder as your own self-initiation that it's time to stop relying on others to support you through the murky waters, through the transition from here to there, through the unknown. It's time to trust that you're able, capable, and incredibly deserving of meeting yourself in that strength, which is the gift. Once you do reach that place of growth, you are gifted the perspective that you did it and you knew you could and you did it. And now you know what you are capable of. And flowing from this place, I feel as though this is a test. I feel as though it's a test of trust and of that self-reliance and self-awareness in which you have so been longing for. Prove it to yourself. Prove it to obtain it. And that just simply means following through following through with your own motherfucking guidance because I'm pretty sure you tell other people to do exactly what I'm telling you to do right now. So listen to that. You know, now do it. Three of Wands, hmm, new beginnings, awareness that there is always a past, a present and a future, right? And that beautiful connection of three, what it symbolizes on so many different layers and levels. But in this instance, uh, I'm really being pulled to past, present and future and how that is all divinely orchestrated for what you are currently experiencing, what you need to experience, what you are currently healing. Everything is perfectly aligned so that you experience exactly what you need. You meet the people timed so perfectly with the guidance, direction, triggering all of what you need to ascend into your higher self, your truth, your self-awakening, everything 
you know, we have choices, choice, choice, choice. Every second of every day, we are gifted choices and our choices create consequences and reactions in our energetic reality. And that shows itself in our life, in our reality, in our present. And you have a choice to trust that you are worthy of more being your future. So where the fuck do you want to go, babe? Where do you want to go? Because I'm telling you to experience what it is that you long for to reach the place in which you deeply, deeply know that you are worthy of, you need to, again, coming back to that word trust, you need to trust that you are capable of creating it because you're a master manipulator of energy, right? That is master manifestation. It is the manipulation of energy, knowing that you are an energetic being and knowing that the mind is the, it's the access point, it's the simple setting your mind to a destination and trusting that if you believe you can go there, then you motherfucking will. So looking ahead, nothing is too big. Stop completely being absorbed by your past and drawing reference from your past and in doing so distracting yourself from your potential in future stop looking at where you have come from and all of the fucking choices and mistakes and the consequences in which you've had to live through in the past stop drawing so much from something that's behind you and stop wasting your energy, right? What do you feel now? What have you learned from your past? Use your past. Use your past for clarification in way of who you really are and what you are truly deserving of. And focus your energy on the deserving. Focus your energy on the self-worthiness that you can create for yourself right now. And fucking aim big. Aim for it. Believe it. Yeah. Carve a new world for yourself because you are so capable of it. <laughs> you can be anybody that you want to be and you can choose to be that person today. Make the fucking choice, babe. Make the fucking choice. And then believe it. And if you can flow with this trust again, trust, trust, trust. Wands, wands, wands. Trust, trust, trust. Trust in the unknown. Trust in the unseen. Trust in your abilities. Trust in your energetics. And we enter a fucking queen energy on a fucking high level, queen of swords. It's power. It's self-authority. It's deep self-awareness. 
yeah, I'm a vessel of motherfucking transformation, bitch. You know, that's the vibe. You're capable of being here and there. You know it. You know. You know that you are so much bigger than a body. You're so much more. You are multidimensional but on a level that like literally can't be named you're like what actually am I (laughs) I could be anything what is anything (laughs) yeah it's a vibe but it's this sense of self-awareness that you gift yourself through trust and eight of wands three of wands it's all lessons, babe, lessons that you haven't learned yet. And that lesson is to trust innately in yourself, in your abilities to just grit your teeth and walk through it because you know you can. Because the discomfort is what creates the transition. It is the transition, right? The discomfort is the healing. So remember that. Because if you can step into this self-initiation then there's transformative energy to be welcomed in and a very true sense of self-worth in way of your self-power authority abilities i fucking am multi-dimensional Yeah, you are. And you're going to believe it because you showed up and met head on your innate magic and ability. And with that, Ace of Pentacles, you can have whatever you like. Yeah, you can have whatever you like. What do you want? <laughs> if we know that we can create our reality, right? Because that's the lessons you've been learning. If you know that you can be whatever you want to be, what would that be here? What direction do you want to take in terms of your physical reality in way of your purpose in reflection to your self-worth? What do you want to be doing here? What lights you up? Because whatever that is, well, that's the energy we want to drive with, right? Not this fucking patriarchal slave energy that's been manipulating body, spirit and consciousness for so fucking long. It's time to step it up, babe. What lights you up? What creates a natural refueling for your energy? What naturally fuels you? That's what you need to be doing. The thing that is deeply at home within you, the thing that has been pulling on you in way of your truth and self-guidance 
okay, time to initiate action, okay? Because you've created a very fertile ground to be able to welcome that in. You've done the work. This is your gift, your reward of self. It's time to step it up. Let's birth what we are. And let's make that a part of this reality. So think about that and start to implement the action necessary to allow this purpose, this knowing, to allow it the space physically to support you, to create a place of support for you in terms of your materialistic reality here in way of your money, your your wealth, knowing that our wealth, our wealth is a reflection of our internal wealth, our self-worth. You could be a multimillionaire and be a slave to something in which does not honour your worth. So know that and it'll feel like that. But if you honour yourself in truth and your deep innate abilities and purpose, then it will never feel like work. And even if you never earn that conditioned goal in way of wealth, you will be happy in self worth, self-honoring, and that wealth is, it's like nothing you could ever experience. It's completely at home and you deserve it. So think about it. What is it that you have been needing and wanting to do, but you keep finding distractions and reasons as to why you can't? Do that thing. Doesn't mean that you have to fucking give up the job that you have. Make space for your internal wealth in terms of your internal knowing and knowledge, capabilities, all of which is purpose, all of which is direction, and all of which is going to gift you more of yourself. And that in itself is a priceless gift. And flowing from here, it's fucking King Dick energy. It's King of Wands. And it's King Dick energy in way of self motherfucking worth. You know, I know my worth. (laughs) I know my capabilities. I am able to shed my skin and rebirth at the click of my fucking finger. Right? You know. You know your abilities. You know your transformative nature. That you are supposed to be growing 
and healing is growth and growth is the work and the work feels good because it gifts you yourself and the more you do it and the more you gift yourself, the more at home you feel with death and birth and everything that is this reality and it gifts that deep sense of peace in knowing that when you leave this realm, you are going back to your purity so it's like hit me you know you know your strength you've met it you've met it in the many times you've shed through death in preparation for birth and then receiving and experiencing birth you know your capabilities you know your strength you know your power you know your you know your essence it's a fucking beautiful place to be and we're talking on that deep profound truthful level here yeah authenticity hey deep deep knowing of authenticity and flowing from here, Ten of Swords. Ten of Swords is a big death. There's some pain to be felt. And I think the thing that we don't discuss about death, which is growth, is that it's painful. And that truth really hurts. Sometimes even the things we know are undeserving of us when we release them, when we accept, accept the reality that they were unworthy and undeserving of us, it is painful. Because with that comes so much realization, realization that we have gifted ourselves to something that is empty and unfulfilling to something in which could and will never gift us back. And with that, the understanding that we have wasted ourselves away, abandoned ourselves and dishonoured ourselves. Painful. Fucking hurts. The awareness of self-abandonment hurts. Mm. Yeah, but that's consequence, right? And if we didn't feel this pain and we didn't, we didn't receive that consequence, then we wouldn't, we wouldn't truly un- understand what we are worthy of, that we are worthy of so much more. And we also wouldn't be able to physically experience the deep peace felt when you do meet your self-worth, right? All of these choices create these consequences that create reactions and feeling in our body. And with that, we are gifted perspective and clarity and something in which we can hold balance to in way of comparison 
that when we do meet our worth, when we honour our worth and then we, we meet that truthful reflection of our worth, it feels so good. And the pain is a part of that. It's a part of that realisation. So it's necessary. Know that. And with this, which you already know you're walking into, right? You know that it's a part of this process. And that a lot of it doesn't have to be understood because a lot of it is not to do with your own experience, right? There's so much in which our body, our DNA is being held accountable for. And yeah, it's going to affect us in some way in terms of our experience, but it doesn't have to reflect us. So just remember that too, that all of these, all of these shifts that you make, all of these transitions you make, all these transformations you take, they trigger and awaken and unlock body memory and wounding and they evoke healing, but sometimes there needs to be the pain. You need to pull the sword out of your back to be able to recognize how deep the penetration is, was, so that we can, we can begin to heal and recognize exactly what it is we need to do to heal. So from this energy, four of cups, I love four. You guys know four is one of my favorite numbers. It's such a balanced, grounded number. You know, four seasons on earth. The four directions on earth. Four is very earthbound energy. It's protective. And four of cups is that offering of clarity and groundedness and it's self-initiated yeah yeah it's a place of balance and realization where have you come from? Where are you going? What can we do? What should we be doing? And what creates a sense of groundness here in way of projection, reflection, relationships? What is taking and holding of our energy? Let's ground that shit out, right? Let's create some fucking balance here. And it's a beautiful offering coming from so much embodied, embodied work. 
This reading is pretty fucking multidimensional. I feel like, (laughs) you know, we're talking a lot about truth, high sense of awareness and self, you know, Um, but we're also stepping into the materialistic body, you know, and I think what I want to direct you all to, I think what I need to say is Know that all of the work in which you're internalizing and that you're processing sometimes on a subconscious level, right? Because that's our reality. We're constantly pushing through, breaking through awareness. We're constantly breaking through conditioning. When we've chosen to honor our self-worth and honor ourself, we are constantly dismantling reality. And a lot of that is done on a subconscious level. But eventually that subconscious awareness becomes conscious. It becomes, it just becomes something understood, right? So I want to say to you, when you get hit physically with something that feels completely out of the blue and undeserving, I want you to remember that you have been unpacking a lot of shit and When this happens on a subconscious level, you need to know that it's happening simply because you are choosing to honor yourself. That is the power of you. You are constantly weaving, cycling energy. And if you have chosen self-worth and to honor your worthiness, then you are weeding what does not deserve of you. You are breaking down conditioning every single day with every single choice you make, with every single thought that you, are, that you allow into your mind, through your mind, processing through the mind. All of it is eventually going to become a conscious reality. So when that happens, don't allow ego to manipulate the situation by playing the fucking role of we don't deserve this, what the fuck. Come on, babe, you know. You know what you're fucking doing, right? You're not being played. You're the fucking player. And you've been manipulating all of this and you fucking know it. So when your reality starts to physically feel as though it's breaking down, know that that is a part of it. It's supposed to be a part of it. The pain in which you will experience in the release, in the awareness, in the breaking away and breaking through of this reality, of the conditioned reality that is body, that's necessary. You know it. Don't allow yourself to be manipulated by ego because you've done so much work to honor your truth so don't then you know hit the body hit the ground hit the earth and be completely side swiped by ego don't allow it when you feel that pain when you feel and experience that death and that release know that it is just making space for what you are deserving of, which is going to ground you on a much deeper, profound, on a much deeper 
and deeply profound level. Trust, 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 being your fucking word of guidance, trust. You are capable. Everything that is going to play out into your reality is supposed to play out. Don't fucking be manipulated by ego, babe. You work too hard to get to this point. Yeah. So, woof. <laughs> and look, to finish this reading, which, yeah, very fucking multidimensional, but that's the energy we're in at the moment. Many, many different, uh, I suppose, I feel like dimensions available to us right now. So that is a also represented within ourself you know if that's what's going on energetically on the outer then know that that's going to be represented in the inner so yeah it feels and is a lot because that's the reality yeah your guidance card coming from my angel deck is hmm it is unique well-being and I'm going to read that as (laughs) makes a lot of sense to me because this reading has truly been about trusting and I want you to take this as like I said this is the guidance card this is your angel guidance card take this guidance as self-care Self-care is necessary, but self ch- self-care changes every day. Ask your body, check in with your body, knowing that it is the vessel in which grounds you here, which creates the sense of trust in this process. It is the holder for this healing and this processing and this growing. So ask it, what do you need because it will be unique every single day. Unique well-being. Because you are unique and you're multidimensional, which makes you expansive and unpredictable. So see yourself the same way in way of your body and what it needs right now is constant check-ins and those check-ins will change and flow with that. Allow it to support you in that way by supporting it in its unique, in its unique placement. Ah, beautiful reading. A little bit of a longer tarot today, but I felt like it needed it and you needed it. So loving you all. And um, yeah, thanks for being here. And uh, I hope you enjoyed this episode and this reading. Again, if the reading was, you know, deeply relevant, if it really resonated, reach out, let me know. 
And if you would like a personalized uh, guidance reading, know that I use tarot and I do have psychic abilities. These present themselves in intuitive guidance, clarity, direction, and I read uh, for present direction and guidance. So if you would like present guidance and tools to process through your current situation, awareness to help you connect to your presence and your current placement, then please head to my website and you can book a personalized reading there and read a little bit more about how I read and my abilities and um, yes, I have two options from afar, uh, which is done as a video uh, reading where I tap into your energy. You can send an intention if you like, otherwise I just tap in and send you what you need to know or there is a one-on-one personalized guidance reading which is held via zoom and is much more in depth and has the option for questions and conversation and direction so go and have a little bit more of a read on my website but thank you for being here and thank you for trusting me as always and um yeah till next time.